0: Drifters, good evening, good morning. Whenever you're listening to this, it doesn't really matter. Just me for this um, pre-podcast, I guess, read for you because my good mate Declan, as you'll soon hear, he's over in Japan just gallivanting around, living his best riot life, not really seeing too many Japanese ponies, which is a shame, but, you know, you get that on the big jobs. Now, I come here to talk to you prior to this award-winning podcast, to say, if you happen to bet this weekend, do it with the good people at Ned's. What are you doing? Come on, Team Orange all the way, baby. And the Brisbane Winter Carnival is just kicking off. So you get to do all that good, weird, and frankly, sensational weird stuff that you like to with the good people at Ned's. You can have the same race multis. You can get weird and exotic with every sort of exotic play that you like on the nose each way quinella's trifectas first four, whatever you hope to do and of course they you, you can follow each other in on the neds profiles as well it's really sensational stuff but what are you really gambling with for free and confidential support visit a gambling help online.org.au hello declan
1: g'day mates um how are you Hot. Yes,
0: yeah, stinking. This Brisbane weather, mate, is just a little bit temperamental. You know what I mean,
1: mate? We love Brisbane, but can Mother Nature not?
0: Can you not? Chill. Why does the hottest day of the year need to be in autumn? Doesn't make any sense.
1: It makes no sense to me. Ah, oh, yeah.
0: I can't believe it.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> dis- disbelief. Disbelief. Yeah, I'm not happy with it personally, but you know we what we are here on this podcast. Many things that are negative, but one positive is that we're absolute troopers, drifters, absolute troopers. You wouldn't find two blokes made out of sterner stuff than the two of us, hey? Eh? <laughs> you reckon?
0: <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> sorry, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just like full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Thank you for padding there. I uh, just had to. Message our Drifter of the Week that we're, you know, we're going to be ringing soon. Yeah. Um, and you won't really know
1: listening to this, Drifters, but we're actually recording on a Wednesday evening. Well,
0: they they will
1: know because... Ooh, we just our, you're just going up.
0: Well, Muggs, yeah, well, since we're covering the racing this weekend, we've got Muggs punting on for one of the great collabs of all time. Um, so you, if you're listening to this podcast... Look, it might be on the mugs uh, podcast, or it could be on ours. You know what I mean? So, and not by this podcast, but the the autumn features one. So we basically went through all of the remaining autumn features throughout March with the mugs, and we gave out a tip or two with, you know, little to no confidence.
1: Yeah, some of those markets are pretty tough, and it's and it's. Super tough as well when you don't know exactly who's going to be running in what race. But, yeah, hopefully you enjoy listening to that one, drifters and mugs. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, look to do it uh, again for April for the championships.
0: Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. But before we look forward, let's look back a little bit. Yep. So a bit has happened on this podcast since we've last seen each other. Um Obviously, the great SK Warren passed away, which we've covered off in on our other podcast, but we haven't covered it off here. No. Uh,
1: yeah, look, it was a very sad day. Um, Shane Keith, who was definitely a sporting idol of mine, um,
0: and the, the entire nation is in mourning, and, and rightfully so. And we thought we might feel a little bit better with his horse on this Wednesday uh, saluting, but by gee. It, uh, the jockey got misplaced there, Ryan Maloney. Way. Yeah, horrible viewing,
1: terrible viewing. Um, so there'll be some things for the stewards to dissect post that race. But yeah, just just when you want a, something good to come out of the situation, something like that happens, and it's horse racing, so anything can happen. Mm. But yeah, that was a that was not good.
0: No, and if there is a positive, right, I think it's you rarely see. Like, the outpouring of emotion, like, consistently. Yeah. From ex-lovers, from ex-teammates. <laughs> yeah. Liz Hurley was basically going, I think, my Lionheart or she sh- yeah. called him or something.
1: It's like... He had the entire world wrapped around his finger. Yeah. One of on his big, thick sausage fingers. Yeah. Perfect for leg spinning. Um, <laughs> And you know what? Wouldn't it be fitting if, I think in my humble, the most promising Australian leg spinner since... Shane Warne. Well said. Could finally make his debut for Australia in the test colours this coming Saturday. Mitchell Swepson, and we're putting out all the good vibes that we possibly can.
0: Only good juju. Um, I did see on a video today, Captain Pat said, it's looking promising. And he only talked about swepper. He didn't talk about Ashton. Good. Best of luck to both players, but we hope swepper.
1: <laughs> yeah, plays. we... I personally am leaning towards Australia picking a leg spinner. I have no bias whatsoever, unlike the severe track bias at Rose Hill that we've <laughs> seen throughout the order. <laughs>
0: all hey, right, Hey, all is forgiven if we find a few winners this weekend. Yes. Now, but before we do find a few winners this weekend, we have to address the animo situation. Are you still seeing each other?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love Animo so much that he can sometimes cheat on me and like the little bitch that I am, I'll be sitting there waiting for him to go all over again and let me down. Oh, mate, you know. Well, there wasn't really any excuses for him. Um, I thought he ran a very quick last 600 metres. That suggests to me that James Cumming – Pulled pulled the wool over my eyes, and the Rose Hill Guineas is where he's actually going to peak. He's going to peak in the Rose Hill Guineas. So you could say
0: his peak run was the Cox play last year.
1: You could say. You could say. I, uh, yeah, I'm still confident that he will jag me another victory, Animo. Um, Yeah, look, the, the podcast last week didn't
0: age particularly well. No, it did. Oh, in parts it didn't. Yeah, there's some other parts it did. Other parts it aged great. I think – I told you this on the weekend. I just want Crystal Pegasus and Marzu to race every two weeks. Yeah, well,
1: we we picked a nose out of those two. Um, I picked a picked a few more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's decent, though. Gotcha.
0: No, it was, it was right. I
1: hope you're keeping to drifters because they're few and far between. They
0: are. Um, mm-hmm.
1: What was your biggest takeaway out of the weekend? Do you want to address Profondo?
0: I do. I do. Uh, I addressed this on our podcast with the mugs just then. Um, But don't like getting too far into the data as I aforementioned. But I think it is when data is as significant as it is here, uh, I feel like we have to address it in our press conference right now. Uh, The floor is yours. So Profondo ran second to third last. On paper, doesn't look great. No. On paper? But the Rosehill Guineas and the Blamey ran over the same distance on the same day at the same track. I think you could almost there were. It was super interesting because the Guineas was run, as I heard David Gately going over this week. The Rose uh, the Australian Guineas was run thirty-five lengths quicker than the Blamey up until the I think four hundred meter mark. So they were actually flying those horses.
1: They were flying and that did not suit a horse that's leading three or four wide with no cover.
0: Yeah. So he was just doing his toughest work. Old Robbie Dolan has been sacked immediately, which, you know, thought was harsh because he did draw the car park in fairness. What else what other options did he have? Uh, but Huey's on board and Huey's in my good books. He's been in my good books for about six months. So Yeah, he has he has
1: improved sharply over the last six months, Hubert. Um Road Forbidden Love to Perfection on the weekend.
0: Yes, yeah, sit, and, sit and steer job. Um, 100th Group 1, which he had Sabata- Sabatiano taken away. So all interesting stuff. All interesting stuff. Uh, look, we said Hitotsu and Profondo could
1: be anything uh, on the podcast. Yes. Uh, I still believe that with Profondo and Hitotsu has just confirmed that. Yeah. What, what a freakish training
0: effort by my own uses. Yeah. What a freakish horse. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, absolutely freak effort. Um, no, nah, I think he's quite progressive. Progressive, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Improves, <laughs> strips fitter.
0: Yes. But I reckon we crack on. Let's ring the Drifter of the Week. Let's get on, on with this here. He's been on the podcast previously, but he's a good man. Agreed. Interesting.
1: Just a slight delay. Yeah. No cause for concern.
0: Adelaide time.
2: Hey, how are we doing?
0: Bryce, how you going, mate?
2: Yeah, really well. Good to hear from you guys again. How are you doing?
0: Good, mate. We have Bryce Parker from Investors Bet joining the podcast again because, by all reports, mate, you're giving your investors an absolute fill up this autumn.
2: Well, edits around the corner in the country championship, so fingers crossed because I'm very bullish about that.
1: <laughs> oh, gee whiz, the country championship! What do you like?
2: Edit, absolute. I was red hot on him last time I was on here, fellas, with the Cozzy And if you watch the replay, um, oh, still brings me to <laughs> to many tears. It was <laughs> enormous, and then um, ripped uh, ripped home as fast as Eduardo when he was thrown in the deep end. So he's absolutely ripping that at the $11 you feel like a future
0: lovely okay lovely 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 what a guy all right bryce mate talk us through this weekend racing we're just going to get the one race out of you because you know the australian cup's pretty straightforward but the new market we need a hand here mate what do you how did you dissect this contest
2: yeah it's a a tricky one fellas it's going to be uh, it's going to be a messily run. I mean, a lot of it is going to come down to luck and running. But um, I just I just couldn't poke holes in the form of Lost and Running, and and I went through and had a good look, and um, and I mean, you just look at last win over Overpass. We saw what uh, Overpass did. Wanderbar took out the Newcastle Cup, and then Eduardo, second to Eduardo, and I just kept thinking, gee, that that's some pretty good form. Uh, Rock Solid and Huey Bowman. He knows how to steer them in the big ones. Um, So I just kept coming back to Boston Running for those reasons. This latest form is just outstanding for this and got to respect Lighthouse as well. (laughs) It's just flying for the mere use of stable and if anyone knows how to keep them up, I mean, they know. And um, Mm. Yeah, that was probably in in for second for me and I think um, if we get a really dry deck, Quantico could be anything and I think that that could be ripping home with the lightweight, but Fellas, I think Austin Running just has the right form and Overpass was brilliant last weekend. So, it's just going to land on the speed. It's got the right running style and um, at the moment, it looks the bet for me. Mm. Um, if, you, if you don't want to watch the race, you can backmark Crusader and <laughs> and save yourself the pain. Probably
1: yeah. same
0: with Artorias, mate. What
2: did, what did you guys land on?
0: Um, we haven't gone through the race, but I think Austin Running is a cracking bet and I think you're on Home Affairs, aren't you? Yeah, I'll probably go Home Affairs. Yeah. I think you had a Freudian slip there too. I think you meant Snapdancer, and not Lighthouse. Lighthouse is running in Sydney.
2: Sorry, yeah, Snapdancer. Yep. Nah. That's right. Yep. Mate, uh, thing, so, mate. Yeah, still a good hope. Um, good price. As, yes, very good price. I mean, no problem with the form. Um, yeah, I mean, a tricky draw, but in the same time, in this race, it's, a lot of it is luck and running, isn't it? It's an absolute stacked race. Absolutely, um, mate. Absolutely,
0: so brother. Um, what about the Coolmore in Sydney, mate? Do you give Lighthouse a shout here?
2: Yeah, yeah, I I do. Um, I didn't have it on top, but yeah, it it is flying. I just think again, I'm, I'm gonna go for the ones with the right running styles because at the moment, um, obviously the weather's been really crook, and you just got to. I'm trying to land with things that are going to be on speed and making their own luck. So I just kept coming back to Expat with the the right running style It's four out of five on the heavy. Um, Tommy Kerry knows it like no tomorrow and four out of six on the track. So it, I don't think it's the best horse in the race, in my opinion, but I just think with the setup, um, I think it's just got the right setup here. And you can tick so many boxes for it. And at the end of the day, you're going to get on the speed. You're going to get a, a really good sight from it. Um, and you'd rather that than get something that can't run on and it's tough to make ground and, if something can run on, obviously Wanda Bar is an absolute mud mark, but um, I couldn't really split Hinged and F the owner. I probably wouldn't have them that far apart price-wise, but I just think expat sellers, there's, there's so many boxes to tick with it, and it handles the track, which is the key, um, and handles the heavy. some of these uh, question marks around that area.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think it was your on top, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, expat's my on top. Yeah, lovely. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, mate. So, and DJ is just tipping arms, absolute storm in group ones. He can't be caught at this stage. Mm, gee you is. Pressure's on.
2: <laughs> I think. Pressure if you, is on. I hope that keeps up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think if you look at your like top three percentage for the group ones for this season, you're going at like 60 to 70% if picking them in top three. That's not bad. It's
2: that is p- very solid.
0: It's pretty damn good. Um, All righty. Bryce, what about your best of the day there, brother?
2: Um, I think it was, uh, I, I was at a, a wedding and a couple of weeks ago and the reception was awful. The day was, well, there was a lot of them, but it was the day it was pouring down in, um, and we were stuck in the hinterlands in Goldie and it was just barking down. I was trying to get reception to life for me because yearning was running. And I thought, this thing is, is well over the odds considering it's one a group one and I, I caught the first few races in and out of reception. I thought, geez, this, this track is just not playing to it. And I thought the ones that are going to be making ground on this day are the ones I want to follow out of the day. And I think that, that was the run of the race. It was huge. I mean, it wasn't in the spot you wanted to be. It's, um, it's just getting better in at the weights. It's, it's won a group one at this distance. So as soon as I saw the markets, I saw five fifty. I went, that is, that's got to be a bet. Um, I thought it's last run was just outstanding. And, um, I, just, I don't think the field has done what it's done. I mean, you go through its form and it just reaches the peak of its height, straight to the 16, just looks spot on. And put the cherry on top, fellas, so barrier four, John McNeil. So it's going to get the absolute run of the race. I would have that well before taking uh, Ardentia at, at nearly half the price. So yeah. I thought the yearning was a really good bet.
1: I'm, re- I'm with you. I think yearning's a cracking bet. Uh, Flemington race five, number one. Drifters, if you're listening... Yeah, I, I think the $5.50 at the moment with Ned's is a cracking, cracking price.
2: All Bryce. Well, hopefully, we're just on with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be great.
0: <laughs> Fingers crossed there, brother. Mate, get, talk us through this champ, country championships tip again uh, because I think you cut out slightly there. So, what are you on in the ch- country championships in the futures?
2: <clears throat> so, yeah, last time I was on, fellas, I was I was red hot on edit. And if you go watch the replay of the cozy, um, yeah. Oh, it, it does pay me to watch the replay but it was huge. you can see it darting through. Bowman took the rails for luck and then the next run they threw it in the deep end and it ripped home in the same split as Eduardo. This thing is an absolute star it's just its running pattern um it gets back it was it was in another suburb in the ecology it was I think it was spotting them nine or ten lengths um and it lost by a length and a half and, and when Bowman went on the inside, I didn't think it was his fault, but when he went on the inside, I went, "Oh dear, this is this is going to be backside." And um, I just think if it if it gets to sit and it gets open air, I think this horse is just uh, miles better than anything mm. I've seen. Noms, with all respect to them, I think it could be possibly Group One. You just go look at it when it's Tamworth. and if things fall in the place for Edit, it, I just think this thing could be an absolute star. Um, it was supposed to run a few weeks ago and it didn't. So I'm not sure mm. what the lead what's happening with the lead up. But if you catch that Cosy replay, you can see it's just jog trotting to the line. And yeah. then you go watch that run behind Eduardo and it, it just has a lethal turn of foot. It's just that running pattern. But yeah, it lost by a length and a half in the Coszy. It was nine lengths spotting them. Bowman rode half a kilo over and it saw backside for pretty much the whole straight. So
1: Yeah, I remember watching. Uh,
2: that. The, at eleven dollars it is I'd be having that $3, though, I reckon, if, if mm. I could price it. I think it should be clear-cut favourite. And if they, if that gets the right run with a bit of open air, I don't reckon I'll know which way it went.
0: It's a good case he's made. It's a great
1: case. And, hey, futures betting is the talk of the town today. It is. Um, that's what we've been talking about with the mugs before this podcast. So yeah. lovely work, Bryce. I think I might jump
0: on. Yeah, thanks, brother. And
2: the, oh, sorry. one more thing with that one is that was its aim as well. So yeah. I think um, Bloodstock put up a post ages ago and said, They're going to give it a go in the the cosy, but in the country championship, it's an absolute – it goes very close. And for them to hype something up isn't common because if you look at their Twitter, they're just like, oh, I could run top seven. And, you know, Mm. they're very, very modest and and they don't hype chances. And when I saw that, I went, oh, righty, I'll have a look into this horse.
0: There we go. And then
2: that's when I got stuck on it. And then I thought, right, these guys are onto something. They've grabbed a really good one from NZ and country championship is the goal. And if they've got it right to go and they can just settle it closer, I reckon it'll just mow them.
0: Bang. So, Bryce, if the drifters out there want to get some more of your fabulous tips, they can go to Investors Bet on Instagram and find all the good stuff that you're putting on there. Brother, anything Anything else you want to say?
2: Um, that's about all. So, just, just maybe keep an eye on... Um, Caesar tomorrow night at Pakenham coming over from NZ as well around 7th in a group 1 over in New Zealand at start number 4 so it's got a fresh run tomorrow at Pakenham so maybe just keep an eye on that one I think it's $5 at the moment but if they back it in then jump on
1: Bang. Legend. Just, just handing it. our tips left right and centre. Appreciate that Bryce All Thanks mate.
0: We'll, uh, we'll definitely get you on the podcast and talk more investors bet in the future though
2: Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, fellas, and good luck with the weekend. Hopefully, um, good to hear a few tips line up and hopefully it's a fill-up for all of us.
1: Sounds good. Thanks,
0: mate. Thanks, mate.
2: Thanks, guys. Bye.
0: See, see you, bye. Well, there you go. Mate, country lot- championships. That's, it's a great case, mate. Oh, it's, everything's lining up. It is. It is. But, look, we, we might have gave away a few things here, but let's go to the new market. Regardless, there is one group one that we haven't covered, but let's do it anyway. We have covered this in our last podcast, so we might just give it a once-over, but we've got Home Affairs and Lost and Running head of the market. Where did you land? I was tossing up between the two
1: of them. Um, I think they'll run the Quinella. Personally, that's what I think. (laughs) Will that actually happen? Yet to be seen. I can't jump off Home Affairs. I wasn't going to back him in the Lightning over Nature Strip. But, gee whiz, he was tough. I I thought Nature Strip was going to get over the top of him, but he didn't. And I was saying to you before, if Home Affairs was in this race and he had 56 kegs, there's no way you wouldn't back him. Nature Strip? Yeah. You said Home Affairs. Oh, sorry. Yeah.
0: Home Affairs is in this race and he is 56 kegs. If Nature Strip (laughs) was in this race
1: and he had 56 kegs, there's no way you wouldn't back him. I'm not saying Home Affairs is Nature Strip. But he could just be so much better than all these. Mm. A little bit untapped maybe perhaps. Some natural improvement from his last run perhaps. Yes. So he's my on
0: Yeah. I think that's a very good case you've made. Um, I also think Lost and Running has – his form is probably the most bulletproof and it's been Frank the most. Bulletproof. So I'm super keen to see what he can do because I don't think this is – Obviously, the tippy top of the sprinting ranks because Eduardo and Nature Strip aren't here, but some pretty good ones here. Pretty good field and, you know, big fields can often cause a bit of headaches, but I think he's drawn perfectly in nine. Huey's going to have the option to either go left or right, find the right bum to get on the back of and then Wooshka.
1: Fair. Hasn't run down the straight before. It uh, doesn't mean he can't run down the straight. He could relish it. Who knows? Uh, he's run over 1,300 metres before and won, um, which is what they say the Plymouth straight the straights like. Uh, anyway, um, if you're looking at a horse down in the weights, is there anything in particular that you're really interested in?
0: Um, Artorius is interesting um, at $10. Look, I think he's just always going to be running on though, isn't he? He's going to look good. Yeah, he's going to look great. Yeah. Um, not really. To be fair, um, maybe September run, as Moz said on the podcast. I think twenty-six bullet bucks. You're getting a bit of a price now. Um, How Vorsen flies down the straight. How Vorsen does? Um, uh, I think Quantico is going to run a cracking yeah. race.
1: Nineteen bucks with Ned's at the moment. Uh, Stable, uh, mate, I've yep, Lost him running. Yep. Did a win on uh, Derby Day or was it Melbourne Cup Day? I can't remember, but it was down the straight. And ran pretty good time too, 52.5 kegs on its back. Yeah. Might be a little bit outclassed here, but it is a handicap. So, I think Quantico is going to run really well. But, um, yeah, so home affairs, lost and running, and, and Quantico, yeah. my trifecta.
0: Johnny O'Shea did say lost and running was the pick, but um, he said because of the poor tracks in Sydney, he would have had at least one run before this. But Yeah. he's just been scratching because it doesn't go a yard. So, plan B here um, to go here first up, but... Uh, you get that on the big jobs. Poland at $91 again. He ran pretty decent in the Oakley pay. He did, yeah. He did. So, you're getting a better price here. Anyway, Australia Cup. Um, now, this race has gone up significantly with Think It Over just dodging the the wet decks. And it's sitting. like Neo. What are you getting yeah. shot at? Bang, bang. Um, Matrix.
1: Think It Over just win this or? I think he does. He's yeah. one. Of, he's one of my best bets of the day, Think It Over. There is a query on him. Um, (laughs) He hasn't hasn't ran the Victorian way of going, uh, but I just think he's the best horse in this race, and I think a Dry Deco 2000 metres, he wins.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. Cascading gives me interest at the price. I think he's probably the overs in the race for mine. Um, Spanish Mission was fantastic first up. Uh, He was really hitting the line well. I just think he's suited out to further. And Dewis is the other chance in the race. So I think – but think it over. I think he has the best form in the race. He's Wait for age. Yeah, he's he's, he's the pick. Um, all right. The Coolmore is a bit more of a Rubik's Cube. Mm. How'd
1: you go here? Yeah, well, as we alluded to um, when we were chatting with uh, Bryce, I sort of want to play this race um, – how the track plays yeah. And at the moment Rose Hill has been Incredibly leader biased And we're going to be playing On a heavy deck At the very best We're going to be playing On what a soft seven At the very very best So you're automatically Going to be looking at horses That can go over wet You want you want something That's on pace or leading And like Bryce said Who ticks a lot of those boxes And that's number six Expat um, Getting $6.50 at the moment With Ned's Loves the track, loves the distance, loves it wet. Yeah, on my on top selection. Look, I looked at Espiona, I did, but for this track and and for these particular conditions, I just I can't be with her. Mm. Could have my pants pulled down. Wouldn't be the first. Wouldn't be the last.
0: Well, we could be a couple of blokes with our pants down this weekend because I'm not tipping Espiona either. I think promising success for Johnny O'Shea. Hope he has a weekend out for me. Yeah, you really are. Come Um, on, Johnny. Third up here, hope the bias is off. Hope the fence is off. Uh, This mare, six-year-old mare, quite lightly raced. Um, So I think they've got her up and about here. She has form around Forbidden Love and Snap Dancer. Some of the best mares form going around at the moment. Um, your swims, Rachel King on board, 51 kilos, tick, tick, tick. I think she'll run a hell of a race for me. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Outside of the features there, mate, what other bets did you like on the card? I really like uh, Magic in Sydney. Uh, race
1: three, number three, uh, you would have had to have been blind to not see his debut run which best of Bordeaux won. It was coming home like a freight train. Look, I know I just mentioned about leader bias at Rose Hill, uh, but that was its first start. So it might run a bit forward here. It's drawn really well. Um, pikey on board. Yeah, Magic maybe can be a, um, a star uh, mm. for the rest of the carnival and and potentially into the spring, I think. So I really like him at that price,
0: $2.30. Yeah, lovely. Um, my, I have a... I think I've found a cracking, cracking Quinella about this weekend. Mm-hmm. You can take this to your bookies and see if they're interested. I'm sure they will be. Um, Flemington Race 8. And you have a field of 15, so it's going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. But I've found a horse right down the bottom who's drawn perfect, loves the track, and is a phantom weight here in number 14, Mulvada. Mulvada. I've found Morvada with Linda Meach in the saddle to just, in a race where there's not a lot of speed, to just dominate out in front. And then Shayu is going to run over the top late. That's what I hope happens. Or Morvada just sticks on to win because I get a better dividend, I reckon. So Morvada is the, he, he's definitely the bet of the race for me. Um, $12 on offer. He was fantastic first up uh, against Behemoth and uh, the other one, (laughs) Camel Passer, (laughs) and then was also fantastic behind Corner Pocket. Corner Pocket had to be raced really well, and then he came out and placed in the Blamey last weekend. So I think Morvada's got some sneaky, decent form here, 1,400 metres, Flemington, bang, bang, but – Shayu is a cracking horse.
1: I like Shayu Fresh in that, but I will admit Mavada creates interest. It does.
0: Um I only I only have my best bet left.
1: Um I have a similar bet, like a Quinella. Um mm-hmm. Sydney race five, uh, number two, rule of law, and number ten, Gravina. It's not my best bet. Um, but I don't think anything else in this race apart from maybe Shelby sixty six. <laughs> <laughs> um, gets over the top of these two. Rule of laws on fire since being gelded and, and moving uh, stables to Bjorn. Uh, and Gravina was awesome first up. I think also gelded. Was Gravina always a gelding? Ooh. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe. But I think those two will be very, very close. Mm. So, um, And obviously, as I mentioned, think it over. I think it's a cracking bet as well on the weekend. Yes,
0: absolutely. My best bet of the day is in race five at Flemington, Argentia. I think Argentia gets the job done. Um, big track, Flemington. Just ran out of room, was super against the bias at Caulfield. If there was one, I think there might have been. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's flying this prep. I think 340 is generous. Yearning, I think, could be the Quinella horse, but you know what? Argentia, I think, is leaps and bounds.
1: Mate, so fair. I'm going to back a horse or back to last start. I've just seen the price it's come into, which is a real shame. But uh, Sydney, race four, number one, Ellsberg. Uh, carries the top weight here. I don't think that matters in a small field. Uh, he'll go out front, run cheap sectionals and win Ellsberg. Uh, $1.70 with Neds at the moment. When I looked today, he opened it at about $2.30. And I was like, <laughs> dive in at that price. I didn't, obviously, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> back to the last start. Heavy deck. Leader. Bang, bang. Easy money. Thank you. Multi-bait.
0: Well, there you you have it. Mm. So we look forward to this weekend because – and you know what? Some of these horses might come out because we're doing this early this week. Very early. We're so recording on a Wednesday night, so this will be in your ears pretty early this week, which is fantastic news.
1: Yeah. Again, looking forward to the weekend of racing. We're going to be at the GPO, the greatest place on earth. Shout out, Lewis Westerman, um, for one of our good mates' birthdays, Brad Weston. Yes. Uh, yesterday was his birthday. Yes, so. happy
0: birthday to him. Um, yeah, he's, you know, we're going to have to get him on one day and just – not even talk like go through a card. Just talk about punting in general and his genuine love for it. I reckon
1: he loves it. He's like he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of punting. Um, can I just say I was I've been reflecting upon our Saturday. So it was Hotcho's birthday last Friday. Drifters, wish him a, a late belated happy birthday if you want to. Yes, thank you for the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, in my element. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, mate the. The Boundary Hotel in West End been refurbished the last couple of years. Man, I had a glorious day up on that rooftop watching horse <laughs> racing. And I've 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 been reflecting on it all week. And it was one of the best best days I've had on the punt, not even from like a monetary financial perspective, mm. but just the ambiance. Yeah. The atmosphere up on that rooftop. So can I just say, going from that into the Jepo, the greatest place on earth, I'm a lucky guy.
0: Yeah. Look You're
1: at the right smile up. on my face. Well, well, lucky guy.
0: By the sounds of it, we're just going to have a glorious march.
1: Yeah, we're going to have a glorious march. Hey, look, I might I might finally have an absolute dud day on Saturday. It won't matter because I'll be on the I'll be
0: on the piss in Nassau. S- yes. Where you know, we've we've had a pretty good track record there. <laughs> Solid so, track record. And I think it's the juju does that, you know. Juju leads to Good track records. Yeah, I
1: completely agree. Yeah. So much good, Juju.
0: So I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good time. Look, we've been podcasting our, our bums off tonight, so let's let's give it a spell.
1: Let's wrap it up. Um, but best of luck this weekend, Drifters. Hopefully, hopefully you find a couple. Are. Cheers.